At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at planetfitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. Blog Talk Radio. Nigga, long after the pain The same with the anger Feel it coursing through my veins See, my life hasn't been right for a minute The world's gone to shit Now I'm on the fight to be in it So I just sit back with the memories And just reminisce Of all the things in my life prior to December 6th Yesterday my world changed for the worse Gone insane from the pain of seeing them laying in a hearse And that was seven years ago But see, I'm still hurting As I cover up the void behind the steel curtain See, I'm a man, pull the back, reveal the real me Feel free to send shots and kick me while I still be Laying in the fetal, knees up to my chest Searching for my purpose and relieving all the stress My back against the ropes, yeah, I'm out here going crazy But music's my lifeline, here's the hoping that it saves me Funny how we remember chapters with negative titles So I put them on the scriptures My own personal Bible to help me learn from the mistakes And avoid to recite them So hello, hello everyone Thank you so much for tuning in Today is like the first ever new segment On the Sasha Marina show I have my lovely brother, contributor, and columnist You know, um, you don't know him His name is Robert and he goes by the real Robert A.H. or by Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. He is a very, you know, he's an aspiring filmmaker, a very young kid that is all about movies and film and just pretty much everything that goes on behind the scenes in Hollywood. Because pretty much all you guys see is the finished product on a nice big screen, but you don't know half of the things that goes on behind that and the whole process that it takes for it to even be as successful as it may be. So, without further ado, I will have Robert, because I can't just, you know, talk to him, talk about him like he's just my brother. He is a great guy that knows what he's doing. And, you know, I just congratulate him on his first segment on the Touch Marina show. So, back to the movie, and everyone, this is Robert. Hey, Rob. Hi, everyone. Uh, so, today I'll just be talking about movie news. And I'll be conversing with Sasha about it. So, uh, for anybody who's a big fan of the Avengers, the first news here is they've already casted, as maybe some of you have heard, the villain who's uh, going to be playing Ultron. James Spader is voicing Ultron for this movie. Um, Ultron is uh, is actually a robot, a robotic AI. And in the comic books, originally the creator of Ultron was Ant-Man. 
and it kind of looks like, a, I mean, since uh, Joss Whedon said himself that he's the origin story for Ultron is going to be entirely different, it looks like it might be Tony Stark who accidentally creates Ultron because of his um, electronic butler, you know, Jarvis, and that's, that's the AI is going to use. So it might be that Tony Stark instead is going to be the one who creates Ultron, and that's going to be interesting to see because James Spader has this has this sort of sarcastic way of acting, at least as a villain, and I feel like him and Tony Stark, I mean him and Robert Downey Jr. together going at it in a scene is going to be pretty interesting to watch, and I can't wait to see what that actu- what the actual story might be. So yeah, that's the first bit of news for the Avengers, the Age of Ultron. What do you think, Sasha? I I think that's very. Wait, but didn't didn't wasn't like this guy Donnie Jr. not gonna go ahead with another Avengers or how many more is he planning to do? He said he doesn't want to do any more Iron Man movies, but I'm sure if they oh, offer okay. enough mo- enough money, they're probably I'm sure he's gonna go for it. But he's definitely going to do the Avengers. But he's, there's not going to be another Iron Man movie, at least until they're done with the Avengers 2. Until that movie's already filmed and released, then we won't see anything. We won't see anything about Iron Man. Hopefully, and what is the there prospect be, date for okay. what? What is the prospect date for the Avengers? Is it next year or 2015? Oh, uh, it's going to filming in 2014 and be released in 2015. Okay, so we so, have to look so they're to production it. right now. Joss, Joss Whedon is writing and directing it again, and he's in the middle of writing the script. All right, so that, that sounds great. Yeah, and they're casting right now as well. Oh, and I guess this is not really new news, but it's more official news. Uh, Bradley Cooper officially is signed with Marvel to play Rocket Raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's going to be voicing uh, Rocket Raccoon. I don't know much about... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I do know that he's going to be playing a pretty cool raccoon, as I've heard. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, I think he's and, a pretty uh, good voice actor, so I think he can pull it off. Yeah, he sure can. He's a, he's a pretty good actor, too. He has a good voice for this type of stuff. Yeah. And uh, Ridley Scott uh, just signed on Aaron Paul, uh, the star of Breaking Bad, Sigourney Weaver, okay. star of Aliens, Ben Kingsley, the Mandarin and Iron Man, and John Turturro, I think I pronounced that correctly, for his his uh, his Bible movie about Moses called Exodus, and that's that's pretty cool. He has he has a pretty a pretty star-studded cast for this movie, so I I'll pro- I'm probably forward to this. It looks pretty interesting. There's a there's this whole thing where there's a lot of Bible movies coming out lately. Uh, a lot of them are filming right now. Like Noah, um, uh, what's his name? Darren Aronofsky's Noah is is having early screenings across the United States, so that's cool. So when is that supposed to release? That that Noah movie? You know, I I think I saw like a trailer the other day, but I didn't really click on it to watch it, so I don't know what it's they, they about. They released some They released some screenshots. They've had a few um a few early versions of the movie screening. Around the around the country. In fact, there was one happening here in LA, but I wasn't able to get to it. But it, it was it was very early screening, and they were doing sort of marketing research because at first they started um, screening these type of movies at festivals for for where where uh, where, where people of the church or of the Christianity uh, religion would go be there watching it uh, watching the movie. They would screen it for like churches and stuff instead 
of, uh, you know, the normal, the, the average moviegoers. I guess they really wanted to get the church on their side first with this movie because mm-hmm. they want to see if they believe this movie's fine because it is, you know, Noah's Ark type. It's a good, it's a movie, and who better to get an opinion from from the people who actually read this all the time and they go to church every Sunday? So, and they and sure. I haven't heard anything bad so far about it. Oh, yeah, I was just going to ask you that next. You know, like, have you seen any, like, audience reviews or anything like that? There isn't a lot of of reviews because the movie hasn't been finished completely yet. Like, it hasn't been, its final editing editing hasn't been done, so it's still a rough cut. And they really, and usually when they're doing these screenings, they don't allow people to uh, review them because it's too early, and most of the time it's for marketing research. But for certain, it, it sometimes they do a press release, but I don't think they've done. Um, they, I don't think they've showed the movie to the press yet. Okay, but I mean, not, not as much as press. But I mean, you know, people people might comment it or critic it some way. You haven't really, you haven't seen any feedback from the people that have watched it. No, there it. hasn't been any. Because I mean, and how do you think that these production companies get their feedback from their audience? Like, you know, yeah, there's an early screening and. But what two hundred people well, might go and well, see it, but how would they receive the feedback? Uh huh. A lot of screenings like this, they have they they if you if you're gonna go see the movie, they make sure you after the movie they interview you and they ask you what did you think about the movie. You have to fill out a survey, and that's oh, how they okay. get their. Because these are these these are not really early screenings for people to make buzz about the movie yet. No, this is a researching. Yeah. They bring in a bunch of people from different age groups, different races, and they and they'll allow them to see the movie. And they re- okay. and they try and see which races and which ages like the movie better. Okay. So like they they see which ones are enjoyed the movie more, maybe older people enjoyed it or actually not, and maybe maybe younger people like teenagers, college students enjoyed it more than okay. they know than they know who to pitch it to. So this is right now what they're doing is just marketing research and the, but but with the ones with the church and stuff they were that was just screen that was just screening because they wanted to see the first opinion you know the public's opinion and they thought it would be better to go to church you know yeah and allow them to see the movie churchgoers to see the movie oh, but well, now they they're, do, they're doing the screenings well obviously so church gonna, would be the easiest way to go yeah. This is this is what they do for every movie. They they just did this for um, Anchorman too a few weeks ago. They're doing a marketing research for that one, and they got in a bunch of people to go see it, and they have to survey it. It's pretty cool, but they're usually rough cuts of the movie. Hey, so, by the way, th- since I know you, um, obviously you you did a review on that one movie, Your Next that Horror Film. You had a lot of thoughts about this movie, and I know I'm probably catching you off guard, but have you seen any other, like, you know, reviews, like audience reviews or anything like that that maybe – because the movie, when I saw it, like, the trailer and stuff like that, it's kind of like – is it was it independent or was it – who was doing no, the, the production? It's from – I think it might be Warner Brothers who's uh, doing it. Because this, okay. this is Darren Aronofsky, the director of Black Swan and, you know, uh, Requiem for a Dream. He's – it's one of these really big name directors. So mm-hmm. if he's behind a movie, he's usually working with a big studio. So it doesn't mean that the production is a full A plus because it looks kind of awky. Like even like the movie poster itself is just weird. Um, I I don't even I don't know yet. I mean I I've only seen the screenshots 
I haven't seen a trailer yet. I didn't even know there was a trailer. I've only seen the screenshots, and and so far they just look. They they were just more. The screenshots were just they're they're pretty. They weren't they were they didn't show much. They were pretty beautiful shots. But besides that, I can't really say anything else for the movie. I mean, I know the story of Noah, but until I actually maybe I haven't seen the trailer, so I can't really say for for myself. But until I see a trailer mm-hmm. or I actually see more footage, then I can actually say something. But the audience is not even allowed to talk about, to, to say anything about the movie. They make you sign papers and everything. I've been to one of those. They make you sign the paper, and you can't, you can't talk about this, like, on Facebook. You can't, you can't solicit it, or you can't be like, oh, yeah, I saw this movie. It was terrible. You can't have any early opinions or anything like that to, uh, like, mm-hmm. publicly. Like, you can't be in the media. They don't even allow people who are in the media to go see it. So yeah. if anybody who's working in the media, yeah, they don't want you to go see it. They usually just get... Every just average okay. moviegoers. All right. So what's next? Um, Alfonso Caron's what's Gravity. Next on your notes? Uh, that's his next movie uh, since you know Children of Men. Mm-hmm. And Gravity is stars George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. They're both two astronauts that they're on a space station above Earth. Earth and things start going haywire, and it's and it's kind of like a sort of survival type movie. And apparently, it premiered in Venice, Italy's uh, in Venice, Venice Film Festival in Italy, and it's gotten pretty. It's been told it's a 3D masterpiece because this is, you know, Alfonso Cuarón is the one who likes doing these ten to, I mean, these five to ten minutes one shot um, scenes where it's just one fluid shot and there's no like editing or anything of it. And he, mm-hmm. you know, he directed Harry Potter, and he also, yeah. you know, directed. Uh, Children of Men, and Children of Men is known to is, is said to be his best film so far. But Gravity, the early reviews have been saying that it's a 3D masterpiece. So I'm pretty excited to see what uh, more about this movie. I saw the trailer and it already looks amazing. I mean, it looks terrifying too because you're kind of trapped in the darkness of space, and it's pretty scary. Look, it's a pretty scary feeling, but it looks really, really good. Okay, and you say Sandra Bullock is in this film. Yes, and George Clooney. And what is it? Are they stuck in a spaceship? Do you have any idea? No. That's, that's kind of what it sounds no. like. No, they're they're. It's not. It's not any. Well, it's not uh, futuristic. It's just like modern day. It's not. Uh-huh. It's just modern day technology. What they have, they're just up in a in one of those space stations, and they start. You know, they're doing repairs, and and they get hit by I think some debris, and then they just. It's just kind of big struggle going on. Um, they have some a few trailers and they and some some clips as well on YouTube if you can look if you want to look it up and you can see what I'm talking about. It's really it gives you a really hectic feeling and you're kind of on the edge of your seat the whole time, at least for the trailer and okay. the, the clips okay. and it's crazy and it looks like I and I'll what, be the whole I'll, be, I'll get out the movie with a weird feeling. <laughs> movie with a weird feeling. There's a lot that like, looked like that last time. The one that remember yeah. that we saw. Well, this one's old. That Oblivion. That was that was just weird all over. I was just confused at the end of the run, or at the end of the film. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you know, like what this is move. This movie is gonna be kind of like watching 127 Hours or or Buried, Buried. I don't even know. Anyway, it's one of those survival movies where it's just kind of man versus nature, and they're just kind of mm-hmm. there on their own. It's a very small cast, like. It's only going to be those two, and probably some of the people they're trying to get in contact with in Houston, uh, the space. I mean, uh, you know, the, the station in Houston, and because they're going to be in space, and it's instead, you know, 
you know, instead of being like trapped in the ocean, in the middle of the ocean or something, this would be just trapped mm-hmm. in space with limited oxygen okay. and everything. So it's it's a pretty terrifying thought. Just a deep darkness and quiet of space. Oh yeah, it seems a little a little traumatizing. Yeah, it does. I mean, what are, so you, what are I, your I, thoughts on like actually Sandra Bullock doing this sort of character? I mean, she's a strong actress, obviously, and yeah. she has a lot to show for it. But and I mean, what, what, I've seen, what I've seen from her in that movie so uh-huh. far is just terrified. What they've showed is just, she's terrified. She's just a, she's an astronaut. That's what she is, and so is George Clooney. And she mm-hmm. and George Clooney's character goes out into uh, into 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 like take to fix some uh, do some repairs on the on the station, and then he gets knocked out or hit by something, and she has to go out and, and help him. And it's and it's just mostly just them being scared. That's what it is. I mean, that's for at least from the footage that I've seen so far. I don't know how, the, how what other turn this movie's going to go, but. Still, it's going to be interesting, and I'm and pretty sure they was, it is. They need to do because think, yeah, they just need to be terrified. And so far, she looked pretty damn scared to me. <laughs> I mean, well, it is it it is a task, you know, it's a difficult task sometimes to actually show genuine fear. You know, it's not so easy just to like make an ugly face and like yell, you know, because that just obviously yeah. that's very. That's being scared looking. and being believably scared is pretty difficult. Yeah, being genuinely scared, like for the people to actually receive that, to get that from just the look in your eyes is very difficult. So, I mean, like, as we said, Sandra Bullock is a very, you know, she's a she's a very awesome actress and she has a lot to show for it. So I'm looking forward to that. The only thing I'm a little worried is that George Clooney seems to, you know, I still yet, I feel like I yet have to see a movie that it's, that might be another character in him. I'm sure that he's done a couple, but I just I just want to see another side of him, and I hope that he brings it out in this you one. You take a look at the at the Descendants. Mm-hmm. It's it's a movie he did probably 2011, I think it was, mm-hmm. and um, his wife his wife uh, goes in a coma or something, and he uh, he inherits a, a house in Hawaii, a, a mm-hmm. whole estate in Hawaii, because. Because uh, some some you know some family that used to live there, and it's actually a pretty good movie. And George Clooney is not your average you know George Clooney, and in the movies he does you know he's not Bruce Wayne anymore. He's not his he's not uh, Motions Eleven anymore. He's it's it's a bit different. He's a broken man in this movie, and it it was pretty interesting to watch. So if you really want to see George Clooney at least show some of his skill, watch him in The Descendants. That was a really good movie. It even won I think an Oscar for its script. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so what's oh, next, Mister? Okay. So Avi Arad, he's a producer for most superhero movies. He's you. You have him to thank for superhero movies that we have today. Because if it wasn't for him, studios probably wouldn't have ever done comic book movies. Because he was one of those. He was a pioneer. Pretty much. He was one of the pioneers of the comic book movies of today. And it took him a while. He he, it took him a few years to convince the studios, and finally the studios at, allowed him, and then we, superhero movies started being made, and look where they're at now. With the Avengers making $1.5 billion, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big thing. Well, now he's trying to do the same thing with video games. 
And video games is another story because there hasn't really been any good video game movies. I mean, anybody who's seen Resident Evil and has played Resident Evil, you can see how bad that movie has just that series has been. And that's that's just a terrible, terrible thing. For, at least in my opinion, it, it shouldn't even be called Resident Evil. It should probably be an entirely different movie because they just kind of took the name and took these characters' names and added different ones, and it really has nothing to do with Resident Evil, as 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 what the video game is. Okay. But now he has he has three three video game uh, series that he wants to turn into movies, and he says that in probably one to two years, the only, the first movie they will probably start off this whole big thing of video game movies coming year after year, and they're going to get better and better, is going to be Uncharted. Uncharted is a movie is I mean it's not a movie a video game um, made by the studio Naughty Dog who did who did Jack and Daxter and Crash Bandicoot. It's an action-adventure game, kind of like Indiana Jones, but the 21st century version of Indiana Jones. It stars this uh, Nathan Drake, who's voiced by Nolan North, and he's sort of this, you know, he's, he's, he's a very lucky guy. He's, he kind of gets in these situations. He's an average guy. They, they do a lot of uh, tomb raiding. Uh, they, take, they, take, um, they, they, they look for lost treasures. Like in the first game, they're looking for the lost city of El Dorado. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what he does here, and he's just—it's a, it's a perfect like action adventure movie, and the video game itself just a movie. So he thinks that this is going to be the first movie to actually make it into the big screen in at least one to two years, maybe even three. Mhm. And I really, I'm really looking forward to that because Uncharted is actually one of my favorite series, and mm-hmm. um. Hopefully it'll be made correctly. This movie already. This movie. It's been. This game has been in pre-production already for a while, and it hasn't been doing well. They've lost two directors. The first director I had was David O. Russell. I'm glad they took him out because David O. Russell wanted to turn this movie in, into a mafia movie, and that was gonna be pretty dumb. And then they got Neil Berger, director of Limitless and The Illusionist. Mm-hmm. And he left after two years, and now they have two screenwriters. The screenwriters are National Treasure. Hopefully, because they know what they're doing, at least with National Treasure, it's, it's literally just action-adventure. Well, see, that makes and, more sense, because National Treasure, yeah. I mean, if whoever plays Uncharted and knows the story of Uncharted, I mean, that's all, that's what it's all about, that's what it's been about. So Yeah, it's just, it's just discovering treasures through, like, history and stuff, that's what it is, and it's going to be, it's, I hopefully, it'll turn out good, because I really want this to be good, at least as good as the game. And I know the studio Naughty Dog, and they're very nitpicky. They're they're these uh, they they really need their things to be good. They 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 like to take their time. If they think something's not done, they, they delay the game and they make sure it comes out as best as it possibly can. So hopefully they do the same with this movie. The next movie, um, I mean, let's, next video game that he wants to do is Metal Gear Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid, a Metal Gear Solid ser- series that he wants okay. to turn into a film. Um, this is a bit hard because this was a bit. This has a really crazy, crazy story. Metal Gear Solid, like the, the characters as well, are just all crazy. And but then again, it has a very good story too at the same time. But he thinks this might take five, five to six years to to make. And I, I, I think it might be true that it might take a while. And this is another movie that's also been trying to be developed. But mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I have. I don't play a lot of the Metal Gear games, but. I know a lot of people do, and this would probably make a really good movie. And I would, I would, I, I would like to see this in, in theaters. This would be a good movie to see in theaters. It's, it's like uh, Metal Gear Solid is about um, 
well, the, the, the main character, one of the main characters of the series is Solid Snake, and he's and he's this spot, he's this uh, he's this military uh, soldier, and he he's he's like the, has a master and stealth stealth person, and it's just it's just like a crazy action movie, and it's made by a Japanese studio, so it's like crazy, outrageous, bad lip lip syncing type game, and it's good, <laughs> it's fun, it's, and and a lot of, and the, one of the newest games that came out, Metal Gear Revengeance, was probably one of the stupidest but yet most ridiculously fun games of all time. You know, I had one more question for that, the the Uncharted production. Do you know, is is it still rumored for Mark Wahlberg to play part of this cast, or was that just, like, the beginning, and, like, has that, like, been passed along? Well, David O. Russell wanted Mark Wahlberg in the movie. Yeah. Like, badly. Yeah. And since he left, Mark Wahlberg is like, no, I don't really want to do it. But then they oh, want okay. uh, when Neil Berger came along. He he's worked with Bradley Cooper, and he wants Bradley Cooper to play Nathan Drake. I think that would be a really good idea because he has the same attitude. He he's played characters that that uh, that like Nathan Drake. And Naughty Dog is having a problem with casting Nathan Drake because they 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 they're they're kind of very, like I said, very picky, and they need somebody who has the good the right voice for Nathan Drake. And after seeing quite a few movies with Bradley Cooper, I think he would actually be very good. Although he doesn't really look like Nathan Drake in any way, he still would be a, a good choice. At least right now, that's the only one I can see playing Nathan Drake. And besides the voice actor, but the voice actor's gotten too old. Probably Nathan Fillion, the star of Firefly and Castle. Mm-hmm. He might. You'd be a good choice, but yeah, he's but getting he's too old. old. Yeah, he's getting too old already, and it might be too late for him to do the movie. Yeah, but I think that this guy um, Cooper can Bradley definitely Cooper. kind of yeah he can definitely kind of pull it off because first of all they might have to dye his hair obviously brown and then you Black. know what the five o'clock shadow that Drake that Nathan Drake usually has and maybe like his facial features might be a little off but with makeup you know there's nothing yeah that but I guess just having his hair just having the right hairstyle and the right uh, you know attitude will be enough yeah yeah definitely. And oh, and one of the last video game series that wants to be made into a movie is Mass Effect. Mass Effect is a critically acclaimed series. It's actually a very good series. It's a sci-fi series. You play, you take. Uh, it's an RPG. You create your own character, but it's it's uh, you usually play Shepard. He's this he's this uh, like he's this commander in uh, and it takes place like years into the future. It's a, mm-hmm. just like really big sci-fi type epic stuff, and. It, it'll be really hard to make, and you play. Sh- and the game is, is the main character is Shepard, and he's this commander. It's either girl or guy. I that's going to be something they might have to think about when they make the movie. But then again, he says this movie is seven to eight years off to be actually released or even thought about. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to see this as a movie. The games are really, really good, and seeing this as a movie would be it. It because I think the sci-fi series is kind of lacking. The move, at least theatrically. Um, I mean, you have TV shows like Doctor Who that are really just going crazy with the sci-fi, and and it's just a TV show. But we don't have enough movies. I mean, we got Star we had Star Trek, and uh, Star Trek Into Darkness just came out, and it was it was it was good, and it was you know a good sci-fi movie. But then again, this is an old. This is something we've already seen before. 
Star Trek mm-hmm. has already been a TV show and several movies before, and they've had more TV shows. And then you've had, and you have Star Wars. We needed, you know, a different, a new sci-fi, something, uh, something they haven't seen. Although Mass Effect has already been seen in video game form, it hasn't been seen to the public, to the, you know, the average moviegoers or the average person. And I would love to see it as a movie. It'd be a very good movie. I would like to too. So, do you have any um, any current screenings, anything new that you're going to be reviewing soon on your column? Um, anything new in my column? Um, actually, yeah. Um, I'm actually going to – I was able to go see at least last week uh, on Thursday, I think it was. I got to go see Don John, uh, J- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's directorial debut, and he yeah. wrote and directed it. And I'm going to film a review about it probably the next two days, most likely. And uh, it will be up soon, and you guys can check that out. It was uh, it was, it was pretty good. I'll be more elaborate Make in sure the review. Make sure you guys subscribe to the Customer Initial channel. All of Robin's videos are there. Anything that has to do with his column gets posted on there. So, you know, he does a review like every week. So things are pretty up to date, and, you know, you get it. You get the treatment before the movie's out in theaters. So make sure you check that out. Yeah. And also some very quick up All right, folks, Lisa, do you have any other news for our week? Yeah, yeah. Some really quick uh, last-minute things. Possibly Benedict Cumberbatch, the star of Sherlock, uh, who played mm-hmm. Sherlock Holmes, and the villain who played Khan, who he played Khan in Star Trek Into Darkness. He might be in Star Wars Episode Seven. There's a possibility he might be in. It's a rumor. It's just a rumor, but a very respected uh, outlet says they took they took the chance, and they were the ones who broke the story. So if they're the ones who did it, then they have they that they have a reason to believe that this story will pan out. So. Probably we'll see Benedict Cumberbatch in there. And for anybody who is a fan of Fifty Shades of Grey, the casting has been out. Uh, Dakota Johnson is playing Anna Steele, and Charlie Hunnam is playing Christian Grey. You know, I'm not. I, I don't really care for this book, mostly because I, I wouldn't read it. It's apparently a. <laughs> it's, it's apparently a porno. My, that's what I've been told. So. But still, you got the you got Charlie Hunnam in the movie. So, for anybody very interested in that movie, those are those are the cast already. And yeah, that's 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 all. That's all for the for the news today. So that's the movie, everyone. Thank you so much yep. for tuning in. And let them know where they can find you, Robert. Yeah, you can follow me on on Twitter and Tumblr at the Real Robert A H, and as well on Facebook. Same thing, the real Robert H. And you can check out my column on the, at the Sasha Marina Show dot com. Perfect. So make sure you tune in next next week at this time at three PM Eastern Time, twelve Pacific Standard Time, and Robert will have some hopefully some new ju- like juicy movie news by next yep. week. Yep. Next, I'll speak to you guys next Monday then. Alrighty then. Bye bye. Bye. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. 
Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details.